We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Do you give yourself permission to shine your light or share your voice? Can you speak your truth when you really need to? And do you feel you really own your personal power? Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. This week we are talking about how to own your personal power part two. In last week's episode, we talked about what it looks like to own your personal power and the benefits of doing this. And this week, I promise to share with you my seven steps to help you own your personal power. This is a huge topic that I'm absolutely passionate about, so I really want to thank you for being here with me. But before I go on, I just want to be clear about the fact that I really do believe that owning your personal power is absolutely critical to your personal happiness and fulfillment in your life. Why do I say this? And I have thought about this a lot, but the reason for this is, well, the reason for me is this, is because for me, the purpose of life is about remembering who we truly are, expanding into that full potential, helping others and having fun. And the best way that I know that we can do all of these things is to feel really comfortable within ourselves and to own our personal power. Because when we feel this way, when we have confidence and that internal assuredness to be able to step forward and do the things that we really want to do in lives, that's when we become most happy. And as you know, that's what this podcast is all about, helping you to do those things that matter the most to you. So let's get started. What are these seven steps to owning our personal power? Well, the first one is, is to make the decision. This needs to be a really clear decision to own your personal power. No one else can really do this for us. We might read a lot of books, we might listen to a lot of podcasts or watch inspirational videos about others who have done that and who have achieved great things. But ultimately, the change happens in our lives when we make the decision to do it. We're the only ones who can make the decision to step in and own our own power. So for me, this is about really giving ourselves permission to shine and to grow and expand in every level within ourselves. And this is a decision that I feel we make very much at an energetic level. It's a deeply personal decision. And it's all about stepping into the energetic or emotional frequency of personal power and what that looks like. So you might be wondering, what am I talking about with emotional frequencies? Well, if you've listened to the podcast before, you might have an idea. But if you haven't, let me just share a little bit now. Because on the podcast, I've talked a lot about frequency and vibration. So 
in a nutshell, let me share what, I'm, what I mean there. So quantum physics, which is a huge new arm of physics, now tells us that we are all energy vibrating at a particular frequency. And the big question for us then is if we know that is, well, what frequency do we choose? And there was a very, some very interesting work done by American psychiatrist, Dr. David Hawkins, a number of years ago, where he used kinesiology to create what's, what he called a chart of consciousness that demonstrates how all of our emotional frequency, all of our emotions have a specific frequency. So at a lower frequency, we might be feeling things like shame or fear or anger or depression or sadness or frustration. And then those emotions, our emotions go sort of all the way up the, the, the chart, all the way through to higher level frequencies and emotions like courage, contentment, peace, happiness, love, and even bliss. I've talked about this on the podcast before and in the blog that goes with this episode, I have shared with you the chart of consciousness. So just check in with the blog to get to take a look at that. But what does all of this mean for us? What it means is, is that if we are aware enough about our emotions, we can then get to choose our emotional frequency in every moment. And what this means is, is that we can start to live very much the life that we would like to live instead of staying in sadness and anxiety. And I, let me tell you, I spent a long time in anxiety. Instead of staying in that space, we can really choose to move into higher level frequencies, things like contentment and peacefulness and happiness and love. And when I think about choosing to step into your personal power, I see this as a very high frequency emotion and a very high frequency decision. The other thing too that I've noticed about this whole idea of making a decision to step into your personal power, the people who do it and who really have stepped in are those that are actually the ones, it's a very quiet decision for them. It's not about declaring it all over social media or making a big announcement about it to your friends. What I've found is, is that it's actually a really quiet and a very personal decision that you then start to live and cultivate over time. So I'm hoping that these next steps that I'm going to share with you will help you do just that. So once we've made that decision, what is our next step? Well, the next step for me is to really connect with ourselves, to really connect in with who we are and to love ourselves. To me, this is a fundamental step in owning our personal power. And I know it's a big one and it can be an ongoing life journey for many of us, but it really is such a powerful step in this process. Why is that? Because when we know who we are, when we feel comfortable with ourselves and when we love and accept ourselves exactly for who we are, then we're able to move forward in authenticity and to do the things we want to do without feeling fearful of criticism or judgment for other, from others. It allows us to step into a really powerful yet very vulnerable place and not be too worried about that. So how do we do this? Well, a big part of this is to take time out daily for ourselves, even starting with just five minutes to create a space for ourselves of self-compassion and acceptance and to really think about what's most important to us. As someone who experienced high functioning anxiety and never had time, this is something that can be done, I want to tell you. And, if, and I also want to tell you that if I can do it, you can too. I was ultra hard on myself, always judging myself, always giving myself a hard time for doing or saying the wrong thing. Then over time, I learned how to create the space for myself and to truly give to myself. And in that space, 
that's when I came to really understand what was most important to me and I started to really accept myself for who I was and to start to really love myself. And I really mean it when I say it that if I can do it, you can too. I want you to really understand that wherever you are in your journey, you are absolutely able to do this. The key is to carve out some time for yourself every day so that you can actually connect with yourself in a loving way and get to know who you really are and, and what you want. And the other thing I'd really like to tell you right now is that even if we haven't met, I know that you are pretty amazing. You are special and you are someone who really deserves time out for you and time to really get to know yourself at this very beautiful level. And as part of this process, when we're getting to know ourselves, this is sometimes when we'll actually hear some of the really negative stories that we tell ourselves quite loudly in our heads. So at in this stage, it's really important to hear those stories and to let go of those negative stories and let go of any anything around that, things like limiting beliefs about ourselves or our lives or the situation around us. Those are the things that can really hold us back and can really stop us from loving ourselves. So this is really a time for self-compassion and a time to create some much more empowering beliefs and stories that do support us in our lives. So once we've done that, once we're we've got more connection with ourselves, it generally leads to the next step, which is all about clarity. The next step in owning our personal power is to get really clear on what is most important to us, to really think about what our purpose is and what we want to do in the world. When we know the answers to these questions, or we've got a sense of at least the direction that we'd like to go in, then we can really move forward with a lot of grace and a lot of clarity. We find we're much more in flow. And the other thing that I've found in this in this space is that I make far better decisions about how I spend my time. So how do we get some answers to these big questions like purpose and what we want to do in the world? Well, we need to spend a little bit more time with ourselves to contemplate these things. And this is where meditation and journaling really comes in. They give us such great insights into what is most important for us. So if you do struggle with meditation, I have a completely free how to meditate for beginners guide on my website at jenramsey.com. You can just go to the front page of my website and you'll find a link to that there. So please take, um, you know, please take advantage of that if you need to, because meditation is one of the things that's really turned my life around and I, it just works for so many people and the science absolutely uh, is in on meditation as well. I've done a great uh, podcast episode with Dr. Andrew Newberg, who studied Franciscan nuns and uh, Buddhist monks, and he says meditation is really where it's at. So you can go back and find that episode as well. I'll put a link to that in the blog to this to this episode. So that's my little ad for meditation. It really is so important, and it's something that we can easily do. Just starting out with five minutes a day, and that's what my meditation guide does. It just gives you a five minute starter meditation that's guided and is very easy for you to do. So I really want to encourage you to, to grab that for yourself if you need it. And I, I back to this topic, I guess, of clarity is that so many of us can live such busy lives that it can be really easy for us to sort of rush over the top of all of these important questions and not really take the time to think about what is most important. And I do know that we all have things like children and family and pets and business and work and I know they are all vitally important to us. But if we don't ever take some time out for ourselves, 
we can really end up running out of energetic steam and physical steam and inspiration. And then suddenly we can find ourselves in a place where we're not really enjoying what we're doing. And we're, we're, not, we're doing a lot of things because we think we should rather than because we want to. Have you ever felt that way at all? It's quite common for a lot of the people that I speak with. So I just wanted to share that idea with you and ask you to consider taking some time out to get some clarity. Because when we're clear about what we want, then we are much more focused on really stepping into that personal power and going for what it is that we really want. The next step linked on, so we've talked about connection, we've talked about clarity. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about certainty. So certainty is definitely the next step on from clarity for me. So in summary, my definition of certainty is that you feel really comfortable with who you are, your purpose, and what you're doing in the world. So this could be in a personal capacity, or it could also be in your business or your work. So if we're talking about this in a, in a, in a business or a work context, the level of certainty I'm talking about is that you feel that whatever you're doing, whatever problem you're solving, whatever work you're doing, or whatever you're offering in the world is really akin to the cure for cancer in your space. That's the level of certainty that I'm talking about here. And why is that certainty so important? Because people who need to work with you or need your services will pick up energetically on your level of certainty about yourself and your ability to, de- to deliver what, that, what they are looking for from you. So here again, I'm talking about energy and vibration at a very deep level. So on the surface level, you can look like it ha- you have it all together. You can be well-dressed or you can be dressed in a particular way. You can drive the right car or have the right laptop or makeup or jewellery or whatever it is that, that, that is in your, you know, suits your social circle. But unless you feel very certain deep down in your heart of hearts that what you're offering is gold, people will feel that. They look below the surface and the surface and they feel energetically where you're at with things. How do I know this? Because I have experienced it myself. When I was starting out in online business, I made an offer in my business that didn't get the traction that I wanted it to get because I didn't have the level of certainty about it. I was constantly comparing myself to others in the market and I was questioning myself about whether or not what I was offering was good enough. So what? guess what happened? This led to a huge amount of undermining of myself and my own certainty. And guess what? A lack of sales. One potential client that I spoke to on a call said, she actually said to me, she said, you don't seem certain about this. When she said that, I could have dropped through the floor. But boy, it was a really great wake-up call and it's why I'm able to share with you what I'm sharing with you today. Because even though it was really tough to hear it in the moment, I am forever grateful to her for her honesty and her truth in that moment. And it really showed me and highlighted to me the importance of certainty in everything that we're doing. This works across you know, business, clients, client work, anything you're doing professionally, but it also works in your personal life as well. People pick up a lack of certainty in relationships. They, they, they pick things up and then they can get the wrong impression if we're not feeling certain about things. So it's really, really an important thing to dig into if, if you're not feeling certain. The next step in our path to personal power is to really think about your confidence level. Do you have confidence to shine your light or do you feel like you're playing small in some way in your life? 
So this is really about putting yourself out there in whatever way you need to. It could be sharing your truth with your family or, you know, in, in that perhaps you're wanting to put yourself out there as a healer or to move into a different career path entirely. And this could mean you're doing something very different from your normal family patterns of behavior. It could be having the confidence to take your first step to go out on your own in business. It could be talking about what you want to do at a networking event or communicating your value to your clients in a meeting. Or it could come down to sharing your truth on social media. In any one of these realms, our lack of personal power can show up if we're not putting ourselves out there. So this can be a real moment of truth about where we're truly at. And the interesting thing is I've really noticed this working with many, many business owners and executives over the years. They can be technically brilliant at what they do, but if they if there is some blockage in their mindset or in their energy, if they have a limiting belief or perhaps they've had a bad experience in their career, I've noticed that this can really paralyze them and really stop them from putting themselves out there. And this is why a lot of marketing strategies can fail because the business owner can't do the videos for social media or the cold calling to create leads. As I said, and I talked a bit about this in last week's episode, but if you really want to serve the people you're called to serve, if you really want to do that, and if you really want to do the work that you feel called to do, then it's absolutely vital that you have the confidence to put yourself out there. Another moment of truth in this space of confidence comes if we can't confidently say no in a tricky personal or business situation. Again, I spoke about this quite a bit in last week's episode, but it really is important that you feel no when you need you can feel sorry you feel you can say no when you need to say no and say yes when you need to say yes and to share your truth in some situations where you need to this is what living authentically is all about and this is also about really understanding what's important to you i've got a client at the moment who is at a crossroads in her in her coaching career and she had an opportunity to work with another group and to do work within their coaching framework. But she's made a really brilliant call over the last 24 hours to actually say, no, I am ready to step out on my own because I'm more aligned and I have built the skills and I have got the capability to do what I want to do in in having my own coaching clients. And this to me, this was her really stepping into her confidence, but also really, really focusing on, uh, you know, really connecting with herself and having clarity about what's most important to her. So she's really stepping into her personal power at the moment and putting these steps that I'm talking with you about completely into action. So the next step is step six, and it is another C word. It's consistency. So the next step in owning our personal power is all about being consistent What I've noticed is, is that sometimes when we're adopting a new frequency, it could be personal power or it could be worthiness or self-worth or whatever it is, we can have what I happen to call an energetic dropout. So this means we may feel great for a few days or a week and then something might happen that doesn't feel so good. Someone might say something to us or something tough might happen in our business or work and we energetically drop out. It's not unusual, especially when we're stepping into a new way of being. So when we're really stepping into owning our personal power. So it's not unusual, but it can be disconcerting when it happens. So what do we do when we energetically drop out? 
Well, as my absolutely beautiful father always said to me when I was a child, literally learning to ride a horse, he said, Jen, you've got to get back up on that horse as soon as it throws you off. And I remember a couple of experiences where I had to get straight back up after an experience that really was pretty frightening, but it was the most important thing to do because I had to get back in the saddle. I had to get moving. I had to let that energy in my body go and I needed to move forward. So when we're, if we feel we've been inconsistent with our personal power, we just need to get back up on the horse and we need to remember that we've made this decision to live this new frequency. Remember our first step in the process We've just got to make that decision and we have to live it. And this is where the rubber really hits the road for me. It's just about being consistent with our new frequency of personal power. And again, this to me is where a, the morning routine or a daily routine of connection is really, really, really valuable because it helps us connect with what's most important and we can have in that time a reminder of how we want to be and what's how we're going to live our personal power during the day. The other thing that I've also found around consistency, and this is what psychology tells us this, is that when we're being consistent, people start to trust us. So when we show up regularly, when we behave in a similar way over a long period of time, people energetically pick up this pattern and that starts to build trust with them. So we are now onto our seventh step. And this podcast would not be complete without this step. This step is about communing with your soul's power. This is all about accessing your connection with your soul's power or source itself. And this step to me is the most powerful and the most beautiful of all of these steps. So this step is about remembering who we truly are. It's about acknowledging that we are a perfect part of greater consciousness or source and we are supported by all that is. So if you're feeling a little skeptical right now as I share these words, let me tell you that science is now telling us that there is a higher consciousness in play. If you are more inclined to the spiritual, then this step is certainly for you. Because in this step, it gives you permission to step fully into the spiritual realm, whatever that looks like for you. It could be as simple as connecting with your higher self or some form of higher energy or depending on what interests you, great spiritual masters like Jesus, the Buddha, or any other religious path that resonates with you. So what is the value in this step in communing with your soul's power? Well, when we recognize that we're a part of source, we realize that we are the creators of our own reality. And this is where I got my huge breakthrough. I realized that when I was experiencing anxiety, that if I could create mayhem in my life as a result of my anxiety, if I could fully own that, which I did, if I could create mayhem in my life, then maybe I could create beauty in my life. I had that power in my hands. So that's the value to me of this step. In this step, we recognize that we are the creators of our own reality. And in this place, we become true leaders of our lives and creators of what we want. And we're no longer victims to random circumstances. And when we're in this space, we get access to really an unlimited bank of love, energy and compassion that we can call upon for support whenever we need it and that will help us to create what we want in our lives. This truly is personal power on steroids. And I have to say, when I found this, when I really stepped into remembering this and who I truly was, and when I understood that I was fully supported by Source, then I found I was able to do so much more and able to be so much more personally 
and for all of those people around me. I actually had a lot more energy for myself and a huge amount of energy for my family, my community and my business. So if I can explain, it's really like having this beautiful, limitless source of energy, love and compassion that helps us to know that we're safe and that helps us to lead our life and to step in and do what's most important to us. The other thing I've found is that it's also given me a hugely different perspective on life and what's happening in the world right now. I'm no longer living from a place of anxiety and fear, but much more from a place of peace and love. And I have to say right now, I think this is, you know, something that I really want to share with you because, you know, things right now do seem a little off the rails globally. So for me, it makes sense to try something different. If you look historically at how our society has been, we've been set up to be in the old way. We've been set up to be fearful, to be separate, to be disconnected. You know, that doesn't seem to be working out very well for our community and the planet at all. And with rates of anxiety and depression at an all-time high, I'm sort of, I think it's time to look at doing things differently because I really don't believe that the old ways are working and I believe that there is a different way of working. As ever on Your Freedom Unlimited, I'd love to hand this over to you to consider and to think about how you could implement some of these ideas in your own life. I'm always available to chat about these things, so please feel free to DM me on Instagram or email me at hello at jenramsey.com. And if you missed it, feel free to go back and listen to episode 63, where I talk more about the benefits of owning your personal power. And if you like this episode, I really want to encourage you to share it with friends or anyone you feel might benefit from it. And please rate and review this episode wherever you listen to your podcast. So until we speak again, take great care and lots of love. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening. 